Welcome to Cause Mama Said So podcast. I'm Lena. I'm Mona. I'm Marwa. And this week we are talking about celebrities. And the question of the week is: Do you think celebrities should be considered role models? So, who wants to go first? <laughs> I don't know why I like there was like... mo- more to the intro. I was like, wait, what? We're already here. <laughs> um, no, we're getting right into it. Do we think that celebrities can be role models? Should, be, should they? Um, I don't think so. I think celebrities are, they're just like any of us. A lot of them are like early 20s. Like they're still figuring themselves out. And I think it's a lot to expect them to be role models to younger children. Like if I don't even, I can't even, I don't even know myself yet. I still haven't figured out what my values are and who I am. I can't be a role model to your kid. You know, I'm yeah. just here making yeah. music, making art, you know, doing my thing. I also think like, as a parent to a child, you can't control outside factors. And that includes oh. celebrities and the things that they, your child sees. So you need to raise your children yourself, monitor, control things that they see, things that they're exposed to. Because I think that's where this argument comes from. Like, oh, the, the our kids are exposed to these people, but okay, it's not anyone's fault that they're exposed to these people like you need to monitor that you need to control those things that your kids are seeing like it's your responsibility as a parent to mm-hmm. yeah and to teach them like what is right and wrong or good and bad and whatever and everything else is out of your control and there's a means to do that now right like with ipads and computers and stuff there's like a child lock right so you can control what they're doing mm-hmm. or what they're seeing or you know what information mm-hmm. they're taking in okay so yeah. i have a question um, I think I agree for the most part when it comes to like the whole role model thing, because when I think of it, it's like not everyone who becomes a celebrity now realize the amount of attention that they were going to get. So it's like, you know, you can't just expect me to change all of a sudden just so that I could look good for your child. Like, it doesn't make sense, you know. Yeah. Um, but what about the idea of them having like because they have such a voice? having the social responsibility to like raise awareness for things yeah so that was like the second part of of this question is like do you think that they should speak on political and social issues yes to an extent like I think that because celebrities do have a platform and they reach so many people and they kind of do have a little bit of it not even a little bit they have an influence on society and trends and things like that I think sometimes they do have a little bit of a responsibility to raise awareness on things, but I don't think that they should necessarily speak on subjects that they're not educated to speak on. And that goes for people in general, but because celebrities do have a platform, I think they also need to be a little bit, which is kind of like contradicting to my previous statement, but they do need to be a little bit responsible in that sense of what they say when it comes to political and social issues, I feel like. Well, because at that point they'd be like, spreading information and so spreading yeah. false information is more harmful than not spreading any information at all but you know? on like but at the same time it's really hard to say that as well because you as a responsible grown adult or even like uh someone growing up like I feel like you have a responsibility to also do your own research so I take my statement back it's a tough one I'm on the <laughs> I think a lot of the social issues that people want celebrities to speak about 
are more so it's not like a political issue it's more so like a humanitarian issue yeah and that's yeah. why people expect them to do it right like if you just post this one thing about all these people um dying or starving for in a third world country like it can help boost you know like it can help bring in international like interference or in the international community to help out that community and i yeah. think like and we we saw it a lot even especially with the sudan uprising right like the the diaspora like did a lot to raise awareness about Sudan uprising right mm-hmm. but like I remember when Rihanna had posted about it like that's when everything really like took off yeah like it just took off and then it was and it was just one tweet it was just one thing for her to post on her Instagram you know it doesn't take much for you to just spread awareness about this because then your whole mm-hmm. fan base will like be interested in what you're interested in yeah, yeah. Well, I think spreading awareness versus, versus like spreading information are two different things. Like spreading awareness, it literally takes nothing, like like you mm-hmm. said. So I think, yeah, they should spread awareness where they can. Yeah. yeah. And I think part of um, also like Rihanna doing that, she considers herself, like she does a lot of humanitarian work, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's a lot of part of like the work that she also does. Like she doesn't just you know, stick to makeup and music and just, like, stay silent. But I've seen her also raise awareness for, like, a lot of things. Or money. So, like, on the topic of Rihanna, <laughs> this is how I like my celebrities. Do you know what I mean? She's very low-key. You know, she doesn't talk about everything all the time mm-hmm. at every moment of, of life, right? Like, she's very selective about what she speaks out about and what she promotes on her social media accounts but she does all the background behind the scenes stuff too like she does a lot of humanitarian work and that she doesn't necessarily like put out there I would consider her a role model like I would have no issues with my child looking up to her I know some people may think like oh she's really provocative and like whatever like in the phases of her career but I would still consider her a role model I think that's like how celebrities should emulate their PR strategies Mm -hmm. yeah whoever her PR person you're doing a great job <laughs> because a one yeah i agree know? i think rihanna's like the perfect balance and beyonce too they're very yeah. quiet low-key but when they make a statement they make a statement yeah well they don't cons- like they're not putting the label on themselves as if they have to be like an activist so they don't have to outwardly always post about everything that's always going on right they're just doing the work be- like behind the scenes like i don't feel like they need the recognition mm-hmm. you know they just do it because they, they want it to be done. I'm acting like I'm their friends and we've had these conversations <laughs> before. Like, yeah, Rihanna told you she likes to do stuff. Yeah. <laughs> she said, I like humanitarian uh, but work. But cool. I mean, like, the recognition part is a big thing because I feel like that's very much um, Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Like, in the way that she does, like, social justice or humanitarian work in general. For example, I think was it, it was Trayvon Martin. No, not George Floyd. I think it was it was years ago. Oh, years ago. Yeah, like yeah. Beyonce and Jay-Z were really uh, involved in the Trayvon Martin protest. Yeah, I think it was Trayvon Martin. And there was so many people getting locked up. And they got like an anonymous donation. And they were just like, like um, bailing people out. And it wasn't until months later that it leaked that it was like Beyonce and Jay-Z who were the mm-hmm. ones that were like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So they do it under a cover so they don't necessarily, I don't know. Yeah. Doing it for the good, not for yeah. like the the clout or whatever that will come with it yeah Yeah, because now social justice has become part of people's brand right so we kind of have to be careful of like what's performative and what's not yeah it's definitely become trendy yeah and going back to like the whole like rihanna dressing provocative or people are thinking like there's she's sexual like i feel like growing up listening to beyonce she also dressed quote-unquote provocative or whatever and i feel like we were able to appreciate her music without feeling like 
I had to dress like that in my everyday life, especially being a Muslim and having to dress modestly. You know what I mean? You can still watch Beyonce music videos and still teach your kids. Listen, like in our culture or in our religion, like we dress more modestly or whatever your preferences are. But I think you can do both. Just like the way we go to school, we learn certain things, but then we can come back home and you know, your parents can be like, yeah, this is also like a way of life. But here, like we live like this, like, you know, you can, your kids can be like introduced to information and then you can still kind of bring it back to your culture or bring it back to your religion. Mm-hmm. That's just a perfect example of like your parents raised you. Social yeah. media didn't raise you. Yeah. You'll see some things and be influenced in, in one way or another, but at the end of the day, how much you take that stuff with a grain of salt or not, depends solely on how your parents raised you like Mm -hmm. people are putting way too much responsibility on things that they have no control over yeah but parenting it's just the interesting statement that you said it's like oh it shows that your parents raised you not social media raised you but i think our generation now i think the tables have turned which brings me back to the whole idea of celebrities should they be role models because i don't think we can doubt the fact that people are learning way more from social media than they are from like their parents they're definitely exposed to way more now like it's gonna be a a freaking roller coaster for like us for example if we you know have kids and stuff like that it's gonna be so different but I feel like there's an argument to be made like yes the celebrity is in the public eye but did they ask (laughs) to be famous yeah no they didn't they didn't you know they're doing something that they're good at and that they enjoy and they're making a living out of it and they're famous because of society because of us we like we made them if nobody we have control over who becomes famous then yeah we do so it's like it's like technically it's our fault that they're famous so why are we now expecting (laughs) really I think that like as an artist or as an actress or whatever, you know that fame comes with the part. So you are like, it's not something new. You know what I mean? No, it's yeah, not something new, but I'm saying like the first person who ever got famous, who made them famous? Yeah, the first person, sure. But nowadays when fa- someone's famous every other day. Yeah, yeah, no, I think that's where the issue is. The concept of fame and like the celebrity, oh my God, you're a celebrity. Like, okay, why are you famous? Just because you do something. But anyways, that's, that's like a whole nother topic but um what was your question when I got sidetracked oh like now kids are exposed to way more on social media yes yes so and what I mean by that like the example that I have in my head is okay the biggest thing I can think of is um people from the LGBTQ plus community right I feel like overly strict um religious families will tell their children that no this is completely wrong we can't accept these people don't be friends with these people like go to the complete extremes you know what I mean and then like the younger generation go on social media and be like these people are just normal and all they want is like basic human rights for you to tell them that they're going to go to heaven or hell like you know what I mean like things like that and so these kids are being exposed more and they're being educated more on social media and going further away from, let's say, these extreme ideologies that they're exposed to by their parents in their homes. Mm -hmm. You get what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean by, like, I think the younger generation is being raised by social media versus by their parents, Mm -hmm. more so their parents. I think the younger generation is is definitely more critical thinkers. I feel like they don't just take everything that their parents say as law, which I don't think is a bad thing at all. Yeah. 
And I think that kind of makes me feel a little bit better about the way that social media is like taking the world by storm. And it's only going to like go up from here when I have kids. I just feel like as the generations go, they start to like question and like kind of dismantle these beliefs that have always been in place. But that's just the rise of social media. That's the rise of social media, right? It comes with it. So yeah, it makes sense. But I think the, the, the burden and the responsibility is still at the end of the day on the parents to raise kids who are critical thinkers and and don't just take everything that they see on the internet as like, okay, I'm going to go do this now. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah. But I also think it's important to note that like things that we see on Twitter and Instagram, a lot of it are opinions. And sometimes we mix up facts with opinions. So I would prefer them not get their information from the social media. I prefer them like read actual books or articles or, you know. Well, that's what people always say, right? Like when these issues come up, it's like we provide you with like just a snippet of the information or whatever is happening, but we want you to go read about it and actually yeah. educate yourself outside of that. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like if people just take a snippet and like, even you see it now, people will literally just take a headline and run with it and act like they read the whole article. Meanwhile, the article has nothing. It's just like clickbait and the article has nothing clickbait. to do with what you were, yeah. what you thought it was. Yeah. It's always, so that, yeah. But yeah, as far as like celebrities speaking on political and social issues, I like as much as I don't want to put like the responsibility on them because they have such a huge influence I really do feel like they have somewhat of a responsibility to speak on these issues yeah yeah. I I agree however I do feel like celebrities are scrutinized a lot more like sometimes I feel like we hold these 20 year old celebrities to like a higher regard than government officials like government officials do (laughs) the absolute worst and we barely ask them to take responsibility as we do celebrities it's true yeah And that's why I'm saying like the way that society has positioned celebrities is problematic in and of itself. Exactly. Mm -hmm. You know, like why do we hold them in such high regard? They're just this person who's made famous for singing. What do they know about anything? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Who said that their opinion is means anything. But again, I, I do agree like because they're in such, they're in the public eye, they do have a sense of responsibility to, to be not a complete shithead. Yeah. <laughs> it's really interesting now. Like, I feel like we know so much about celebrities that we're just like, I don't even like any of y'all. Like, somebody today asked me, like, oh, what's your celebrity crush? Or who's your celebrity crush? And I was like, ugh, it changes every week because every other day they're doing something dumb. So Literally. Literally. I can't remember the last time I had a celebrity crush. Like, yeah. quite honestly. Like, you know those crushes where you watch all their interviews and you know their date of birth and, like, where they went to school? I haven't yeah. had one of those since I was probably in high school. Like, I just can't get behind idolizing this person that I don't know because they're just a regular person, but they just have something that they're talented at that happened to make them famous. Yeah, I saw a tweet that said like, "I no longer have celebrity crushes. I know too much." <laughs> I was like, "No facts, facts." facts. It's facts. actually so true. Because before you would just get that little snippet interview you saw on MTV or Much Music, and now like I know all their thoughts. Yeah, so. bro, you know where they went to lunch yesterday? Yeah, like it's uh, too much. It's too yeah. much. No, I'll never get out of my celebrity crush phases. It changes everything. <laughs> I can't imagine. I obsess like I just it's I mean, hard enough having a crush on a person that you know in real life like but it's so like much way too much stress. it's so much easier when it's a celebrity what and they're like, they're so like this person is so unattainable to you yeah that exactly. drive me insane it's the only <laughs> part about having a crush that's fun is that like maybe something could happen you know like, no maybe no could... it makes it fun <laughs> that sounds horrific but yeah, I was next. just thinking about it and like 
do you think social media is why we get the ick so quickly now? Because like you're seeing so much of that person, not just celebrities, yes. like even regular people. Yes. You no, know? like you could post them even I'm like, oh, I didn't like that. And now nuance, little like, nuances of their behavior that you're just exactly. like. Exactly. Or just like but, their thought process. Like they say one thing and it's like, oh my God. Like I, yeah. I if I see someone tweet something and then it's somewhat sexist, I'm like, oh my God, no, this person is sexist. Like I'm done with them. I or like if they like follow somebody whose tweets are like scary, I kind of like look at you a little bit different now. Like, oh, you follow that person? Like that's embarrassing. Like, no, yeah. I also feel like we get the ick a lot easier because it's so easy to just find somebody new. So it's like one small thing is wrong. Like, Meh. I'm turned off now. Next, yeah, on to the next. You know. Um, I don't want to talk about something. Well, I feel like I'm making myself <laughs> seem way like. Like I'm somebody, but I'm really not, but it'll make sense. Okay. Okay. On Harry Potter TikTok. I know. I know. Okay, guys. I know. On Harry Potter TikTok in the past month, a lot of small creators, whether they're um, part of the LGBTQ plus um, people of color and like Jewish creators, like marginalized groups have been attacked. Okay. Attacked by like 14 year olds. Okay. And they've gotten like so much hate. They've gotten death threats. They're like, people are trying to shadow ban them on purpose. People are making accounts called like silence blackies, anti-Mexican Hogwarts. Like, yo, these people are popping off. Okay. Making bear accounts and they're just going and attacking people. Are and sure so. It's not J.K. Rowling? Huh? <laughs> right? Sure it's not J.K. Rowling. It might be J.K. Rowling still. Um, but yeah, so there's been like a lot of drama on Harry Potter TikTok. Mm-hmm. and like the whole toxicity that comes with it and all these small accounts that are like experiencing these things they've been talking about it for so long and for me I never really got the worst of it like I've had it here and there but it's, to me I feel like I've detached myself from like TikTok that it's like okay if this shit is happening like whatever like I won't let it get to me but to some of these people it really affects them you know and so they're like trying to get like bigger creators to be like yo listen some of your followers are coming and attacking us can you please tell your followers to stop doing that and obviously they've been silent for like however long right and then finally a really big creator with like a million followers finally like spoke out and before she did so I felt like because I had like 30,000 followers and most of them are Harry Potter like um, (laughs) preteens I felt like I had a responsibility to speak out and like make a statement because it affects me but it, it wasn't affecting me as much it was like some of my mutual followers mm-hmm. so I felt so much pressure I'm like I don't even know how to talk about like anti-semitism because I'm not knowledgeable enough about it you know what I mean I don't know how to talk about like um LGBTQ plus rights because I'm not knowledgeable enough about it but I know that if I don't say anything right? It goes against everything that I believe in, one. But if I don't say anything, then I'm also part of the problem. And so, like, I felt this huge burden. I'm like, I don't know how to, like, articulate myself. I don't want to say the wrong thing. But if I don't say anything at all, then it's like, what do I do? You know, I'm not even that big of a creator. But it was just like... And you don't have a PR team telling you what you should and shouldn't say. exactly exactly so it was so much well, I guess you can use that as an opportunity to learn right yeah like do your research and I think you doing your research and learning it on your own could possibly be enough like maybe not but I think that just you know taking that time to research on your own and learn and even 
if you then feel comfortable to post about it, then okay. But if you don't feel comfortable and you still feel like there's still more than you could learn, then I think that's okay also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it just goes back to the like the whole idea of like should yes, celebrities or whatever people with a platform yeah. should they have that pressure of being like a role model or speaking out like I really felt that firsthand in these like instance and I was like mm-hmm. I have no idea how to go about this it's really scary yeah yeah and that's just on TikTok with your 30k followers like, imagine, <laughs> yeah imagine like being a YouTuber with like uh-huh. 600,000 followers you're like a micro influencer and a, even people a lot with, of pressure people with PR teams still send out statements that are completely wrong you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So it is scary. It's not easy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I think the reason, like the apologies that are like the worst apologies to me, like like that recent situation with Danny Lay that happened. Mm. My issue with that was that she didn't even, she didn't understand the issue when she was apologizing. Like mm-hmm. I, it's so hard for me to believe that you understood the issue 18 hours later. Like you did not do your research. And that's why I think that's important. I think people from that community would appreciate that more. Like let's say with Black Lives Matter, I think people would appreciate people actually learning and taking the time to read about it versus just posting your infographic or you know what I mean so yeah I, don't, I think that's more important yeah definitely the the Danny Lay situation it was it was clear that it was just like okay I gotta post an apology now obviously like here's my half-ass apology because it was yeah. a horrible apology so to me you don't you don't even understand the issue she literally said but my boyfriend's black <laughs> and he likes a yellow bone right it's not what she said <laughs> Oh my god, so cringe. I feel so like she like read an article that said what not to say to black people. <laughs> like, I have a black boyfriend and I have black friends, and like, I feel like so the fundamental basics of like uh, offering an apology is if they say, "I'm sorry if I offended anybody." It's like, no, you're offering an apology because you did offend people. So stop yeah. saying if I offended people. Like, I'm sorry, I. Yeah, it's like, sorry that I made you feel that way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. So, no, sorry. No, not even sorry that I made you feel. Sorry that you feel that way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what that sounds like. It's just, you don't understand a genuine apology. Then Literally like, like washing your hands of it. Like, sorry, you're so sensitive, but I have black friends and my boyfriend's black. So get over it. I think it's time for the Twitter draft. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so our Twitter draft segment is where we discuss a tweet that made us say, damn, took the tweet right out of my dress. Let me go into the background first. So there was a video that came out on Twitter of Cardi B, you know, jamming out to WAP. And then Culture, her daughter, who's probably like, what, three right now, comes into the room and Cardi like runs to turn off the song. Um, So she got a lot of backlash on Twitter and social media, people saying, oh, so your daughter can't listen to that song, but mine can, whatever, whatever. And so Cardi B comes out and responds to one of the the tweets kind of getting at her saying, this is Cardi B's tweet. She said, yeah, it needs to stop with this already. I'm not Jojo Siwa. I don't make music for kids. I make music for adults. Parents are responsible on what their children listen to or see. I'm a very sexual person, but not around my child, just like every other parent should be. So how do you guys feel about that? Do you agree or disagree with Cardi B? I feel like she just reiterated like basically what we said, that it's more so on the parents' responsibility than it is on the artist releasing music. Because how are you going to tell Cardi B to censor herself? Like, do you not know the music that she's made from beginning of time? Also, are we just supposed to make kids' music our whole life just because kids exist? Like, they're exactly. going to be adults at some point, so they can listen exactly. to it. Exactly. It doesn't make any but sense. But I think people are, are looking at her as a hypocrite, saying like, oh, you make this music, but you don't want your daughter to listen to it. Well, yeah, you don't go to work and come home and talk to your toddler about the things that you do at work. 
because it's not age appropriate it's the exact same thing this is her job and she's gonna raise her child in the way that she raised her so if cardi b can do both i think you can like monitor what your child listens to and doesn't listen to like yeah i'm sure she labeled it as explicit in spotify so (laughs) oh exactly like just because she's a celebrity they think like everything she Mm -hmm. does has to be palatable for every audience which is not the case like i think the problem is that parents think of it as like i can't control what my kid sees online all the time as much as i try and put all these like parental controls on or whatever you -hmm. can't actually control what (laughs) they're gonna end up seeing for example most people on tiktok are freaking babies okay like they're babies there's no way to actually there is probably a feature in like parental controls I think I don't know I don't remember seeing it but um I feel like there's something but you still can't control what comes on your for you page it's really hard to control everything that your child sees but I think you need to like have some that open dialogue and kind of have an idea of what they could possibly be exposed to I think parents need to keep themselves kind of informed about what is going on especially trends yeah like as a parent now in this day and age like I feel like you definitely need to be informed about what's out there what's going on so that you can you know get ahead of it a little bit like the WAP dance yeah (laughs) I just feel like that's her music that's her art and it's not up to like parents to police her on it it's not and you don't want your kid to watch it then they shouldn't have an iPad at three years old like I don't know what to tell you (laughs) yeah yeah no facts like (laughs) yeah you can't also part of the issue I feel like parents like are like getting lazy and they just like yo ipad get out of my face i mean i can't really talk shit because i'm a parent and i don't know what it's like oh i'm definitely gonna be uh, doing that i'm not gonna lie like no i'm gonna limit the ipad time no you have limits you have limits but like come on like sometimes you're just gonna be like listen man just go in the corner (laughs) ipad yeah no there's gonna be designated ipad time i'm talking like i'm gonna be like literally talk to your parent but you know Guys, I literally think it just comes down to what your parents teach you like we were exposed to this stuff growing up too like yeah. everyone's like oh this, this is the most like explicit video ever and I'm like bro I'm pretty sure I was in grade five singing candy shop like and <laughs> it we turned out fine <laughs> you know what I mean but yeah I think people th- what is that what is that called like there's some sort of bias that thinks like your generation was way more pure than the, the next generation mm-hmm. coming like mm-hmm. no there was hella explicit stuff that we were seeing at seven years old singing these songs that you know are about things that are way not in my age range confessions album like why am I sitting here screaming at the top of my lungs about cheating on a woman like you know like but everyone thinks like oh my generation was way more innocent like no Mm -hmm. that's not the case yeah Yeah. and I feel like we're able to you know listen to that music and watch these music videos but at the end of the day like we knew what our values at home were Mm -hmm. yeah it didn't really impact us that much. It might be a little bit more intense now with social media. So here's a question for you guys. If you were given the opportunity to be famous, would you do it? My answer is hell freaking no. Mm -mm. Absolutely not. Don't need to be famous. I'm okay. When is ready? (laughs) I'm ready. When is so ready? (laughs) So this is my thing. The only reason why I say yes is because my dream job, okay, would be to would be to be an actress like literally just I would want to be an actress and to be an actress fame comes with it 
I personally don't like the idea of fame. I can't even handle 30,000 people on TikTok. No. Clearly. So you're not understanding the question though. Like we're not saying like, would you be coming to you? But if I can't you could be you. the two for me. I can't. No. Why? If you could be you. I can't. Nothing, nothing else changes. You're just you and now you're famous. Would you take Maybe it? Maybe an influencer? Yeah. No, you're you. Like nothing yeah, nothing that's about you changes. It. Everyone just knows who you are. That's what an influencer is. You're just you. <laughs> I guess yeah so you're an influencer yeah I would still say yes yeah I can't imagine I don't like I don't need that many people knowing my business I do that anyway though I'm so comfortable with just like posting whatever on my Instagram that like it's like whatever but but I would change if I had a huge platform that's the thing I know that I wouldn't be able to handle it I'm actually scared of it would you change I wouldn't be posting as much or as stupidly as I would be now yeah but then that would also See, like affect you because now you you feel like you have to put on a show 24 7 yeah you're like policing your behavior your yeah. own behavior like that's what so i don't it's me, not feasible it's, it's not feasible it won't last long to me it's like the idea of fame is absolutely terrifying and i wouldn't want it but these jobs that i would want to have mm-hmm. well, I, like i are most ideal for me i feel like so I, you would take I the would fame if it meant that you could be an actress yes exactly it's at an expense of something right yeah like I would be suffering to be like have this fame but I would do it because I would love to be an actress or even an influencer Mm. I don't know exactly what I would be influencing right Harry Potter shit or something I don't know but I'm just saying like yeah I think I would do it if like I could do it the way Beyonce does it like I just put out my art you guys enjoy it y'all praise me 24 7 and you don't know (laughs) shit about my life but she gets a lot of criticism does she though I don't think she does and the thing is like I feel like the reason why I would want to do it is because like your insecurities are just so magnified and all of your flaws that you have people are tweeting it to you all the time like no thanks yeah um, no that's what I don't like about fame however I would take the fame if it meant it came with money because I feel like I could do some good in the world with a little bit of money mm-hmm. so then I would take the fame but if it was just the fame without the money I'm not interested mm. Honestly, I don't even, like, want a lot of money. Like, even, like, the idea of being, like, a millionaire scares me. I wouldn't want to be a millionaire for my own personal benefit. I feel like I would I would only like it if it meant because I would, I could do something with that money, like, to help the world mm. and have, like, some sort of impact. And, like, you need money to do these things, obviously. Yeah. So that's the only reason that I would ever want to be a millionaire. But it doesn't appeal to me to be super, super rich in any way. I just want to be comfortable. yeah like millionaire is not that much but like let's say a multi-millionaire yeah yeah not just one million one million I would just want it so that I can be comfortable and do the things that I would like to do yeah but I would just be living like way above my like means which also makes me uncomfortable now like I still feel like I'm very privileged and I live above my means and like I don't like it makes me uncomfortable but I want to be comfortable yeah yeah but that's just like anybody like wanting to have a comfortable life and not worrying about like yeah something like yeah that. it's 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 actually not a big percentage of the world though it's just the world that we live in <laughs> that live comfortably you know no no but yeah. that want that comfort I'm saying it's not something oh, yeah that you would want that comfort yeah okay so I guess it's time for our what's in your cart segment and this is a part of the podcast where we put you onto some shit that we're we're into whether that be shows, movies, hair products, skin care, whatever. So this week, let's do hair products. 
So I'm going to put you on to something that I think is a luxury item, but I splurged and I did it and I bought the Dyson blow dryer and it is the best thing I've ever bought in my life. Highly, highly recommend. Save your coin and get it. That's mine. How much coin? (laughs) $500 plus tax. (laughs) Yeah, I'm so But I heard it's amazing. Yeah. No, but I had gift cards just disclaimer I had gift cards so I only paid like 50% of the price which is the whole reason that I bought it otherwise I probably wouldn't have but it changed my life my dry time is down to like 10 minutes it's Mm. chef's kiss yeah it really is revolutionary technology like everybody who has it is like this is and it's just pretty like I almost don't want to use it I want to frame it and put it in a glass box and display it in my room it's just so just it looks super sexy it's chic. It's sexy. It's ugh. anything Anyways. that cuts down my getting ready time. I'm all for it. Yeah. It's like so true. amazing. So that was mine. I don't really, okay. I don't have anything like that. That's like so extravagant. <laughs> um, but I have been trying to buy, I'm not completely successful, but I am trying to go towards more like buying hair products that are black owned. Mm. and a big one like the two that I found that I really like are Camille Rose products and um shoot. the twisting curl thing yeah it's the twisting curl but they have like other stuff in their line and it's actually mm-hmm. so good and what's the other one? Oh man I forgot what it's called hold on I have it what way you can go oh me <laughs> guys you know I don't have products <laughs> No, there's something that I'm so surprised that you're not saying already. What, the Revlon blow dryer? Yeah. <laughs> I know, that's the only thing I have. So the Revlon blow dryer that blows dries your hair in 30 minutes. Okay, no straightener needed. Changed my life. The blow dry brush. Yeah, the blow dryer brush. Should we link it or something? No, the- I feel like we should link it in the description of this episode because it actually, when I had hair, before I cut it all yeah. off, changed my life. Yeah, and it works on like, a lot of curl types like I watched a lot of YouTube videos before I bought it and yeah it's and it's only like 60 something dollars so it's yeah, like I think I got it for 50 really you can get yeah. it um at Walmart they have it on Amazon too but make sure it's the Amazon Prime one or else you may get a fake mm. Just FYI. um so Mona what was the second product it's Mayel oh Mayel, Mayel Organics Mayel. fire the honey and mm. pomegranate yes. fire line smells delicious That's so good But yeah, those are like what I'm trying to implement into my hair care routine is just using strictly black owned hair product. We love it. We love it. Well, that's it for today, folks. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe, and share because mama said so. Peace.